0: What's up, guys? So, the fellas <laughs> kind of sounds like Gabe's introduction. It's not going to be a set thing, just <laughs> coincidence. So, the guys in our group chat tonight after Gabe posted his little 20 minute clip of his predictions, we sort of decided that it might not be entirely possible for us to get an entire Mania preview episode out. So, we had a little bit of an idea for all of us to just kind of record our own little sessions, uh, or all of us that were able to, showing all of our predictions. Most likely, just have our own. Uh, post-show after mania and most likely raw after mania uh, we are gonna be watching it together we haven't decided if we're gonna do anything for that but we'll get on to that later but for now get on to my predictions just you know i'll kind of lay it out sort of how gabe did i won't be doing it in the same order i actually i laid out my predictions in the order that i think the show might be laid out in it's not gonna be perfect there were a couple matches that i heard of they were supposed to be the main event I don't necessarily agree with it, so I kind of place it how I would pace the show. But yeah, I won't ramble on too long. Try to keep this short and sweet for you guys. So, let's get into it. The first match is going to be cena versus theory i believe that was announced to open the show this is going to be an awesome match it's my first cena mania match besides the boneyard match since i started watching wrestling again as you guys know i've said numerous times on the pod uh, i started watching in 2019 so my first wrestlemania was the the covid performance center mania so i only got to see cena in the bone or not the boneyard match i think i said that uh, the firefly funhouse match so it's gonna be nice to see him in a straight-up wrestling match against austin theory this match You know, I'm sort of like Gabe, I'd like to see Cena win. It'd be awesome to see him on weekly TV. I've only really got to see that once, and that was in the build to the Roman SummerSlam match. I just don't think that's going to happen. He's a very busy man now in Hollywood you know, Austin Theory, he's been on the rise, you know, some people don't like him, I'm sort of coming around to him, personally, I'm gonna give this one to Austin Theory, I want, I would love to see Cena win, I don't like the whole idea of Cena still being, you know, that golden shovel, and I think, you know, Gabe said being in the ring with Cena would just be a big push for Theory, but at the same time, I think a win could be even better, and at the same time, I do have a good amount of babyface wins, so I feel like, you know, yeah, sometimes they want to kick off Mania with a good babyface win. I just don't think this is the match that they're going to do that. I think also with Triple H booking, he's not going to follow that, you know, usual formula. And yeah, I'm just going to go with Theory for this match. I think that'll most likely be in between 15-20 minutes, so I think the next match, they'll go with a little bit, a little bit of a rest match. Next, I picked the men's showcase tag match of Braun Strowman-Ricochet against the Street Profits, against Alpha Academy, and against the Viking Raiders. See, so yeah, I have this second on the show. I went with the viking raiders it's a showcase match so my only other thought was it's a match that's sort of inconsequential so i wouldn't be surprised if they went with the babyface team of either street profits or Strowman and ricochet i don't know if they'd go with the street profits because i feel like they're starting to lean a little bit more towards that montez singles push so i don't think they'd want to give them a little bit momentum i think they might fade away from that Strowman and ricochet is just not a tag team that i think they see as a long-term tag team you know i could be wrong i haven't been able to watch as much of the weekly television as i would like and then Alpha Academy you see their storyline of Otis slowly working with the maximum male models so I think they'll probably be going out of that and I heard of a report of Chad Gable getting a nice big push after Wrestlemania which is phenomenal mm-hmm. so the only you know legitimate tag team that I see staying together long term would be the Viking Raiders and I think Triple H is a big fan of them from their NXT days so I see them picking up a win here and getting some momentum Again, following that formula where you want to start off with a big baby face win. I know last year the I believe the Usos won won the opener against I believe it was Boogs and Nakamura. So not necessarily every year they're gonna start with the baby face. Obviously you're not gonna do it every year. I started this year with two heel wins, so now I have Ray versus Dom. That's the match I have going on third, and here's where I bring the babyface win into it. I give Ray the win here. I think Dom, I don't know if he's ready for a win like this. You know, it could be one of those matches where I'm not going to say, you know, they make up and all of a sudden they're back together again, you know. I think Dom has been that snobby kid, and Ray doesn't want to have this match, but he's gotten to the point where he feels as if he needs to. You know, he's defending himself, he's defending his... You know, his family's wife, and his daughter. So I feel like here, Dom, it's just about time for him to get his comeuppance. And I think Ray gets the win here. A match that I think a lot of people are excited for. I didn't know if they were going to do this. It's obviously the match, you know, everybody wants to see but I just had I heard reports of Ray not necessarily wanting to do this match, but to see that they really they did go through with it is awesome. I'm super excited for this match. Next year, I have the first women's match of WrestleMania. I have the women's tag match of Becky, Trish, and Lita against Damage Control for the Women's Tag Team Championship. Actually, no, is it, it, I don't think it is for... No, that wouldn't make sense. It's not for the Women's Tag Team Championships. I have it written down that it was, but... Uh, <laughs> a three-on-three match for tag team belts that does not make sense so we're gonna skip me being an idiot here but i'm not gonna edit it out i'm an idiot deserve to be exposed as an idiot anyway so becky trish lita against damage control (laughs) now now that i realize it's not for the belts i actually gonna switch my pick i originally had damage control what i see happening here i see you know it's it's a little bit of a showcase you know legends match with obviously trish and lita trish one of you know her return match after what was supposed to be her retirement match against Charlotte I believe at SummerSlam a few years ago I'm gonna give the babyface team I got Becky Trish and Lita going over on damage control and then I think this probably eventually leads to a tag match at Backlash I don't know if they go against damage control again because that would be you know a few matches in a row you don't want to get stale I don't see Lita you know working long term obviously Becky you know you're not gonna want to keep her in the tag division too long obviously you want to bring some prestige to that now i'm not saying i wouldn't want to see lita work long term i wasn't really watching when she was big so just to you know get to see her work i think would be awesome the dynamic of her and becky seems like it would be cool you get a fan favorite with a fan favorite can't really go wrong there i see becky trish and lita going over here with a match eventually probably leading to backlash where that match is for the tag belts so yeah moving on i got (laughs) One of the matches I'm most excited for, my modern day Mr. WrestleMania Seth Rollins against Logan Paul. This is a match I feel like a lot of fans are gonna go back and forth on. I think most fans are gonna be excited for this match because, you know, it's it's a Seth match at WrestleMania. He really hasn't had a bad one yet. You got Randy Orton, and then you have obviously the cash in at 31. 32, he missed due to injury. 33, you have Triple H great match, 34, you have that opening triple threat intercontinental match with Finn and the Miz, another great match, 35, the Brock match, great opener, 36, a great match against KO in a empty arena, 37 against Cesaro, sadly, you know, maybe could have been a star-making performance but for Cesaro, but I think Seth did everything he could, he made him look like a million bucks, which eventually led Cesaro, obviously, into his, you know, very quick, slight main event push against Roman then last year against Cody my thing is Seth is going on three manias now without a win he's been the absolute workhorse for the company I'd say since COVID began obviously Roman's been their top guy but he wasn't there the entirety of COVID but Seth was and he was having great matches, I mean, I just, I can't imagine Logan winning here, because now, it seems like, you know, obviously, Logan's working heel, Seth is more of that. he's working babyface now, crowd loves him, crowd's gonna be super hot for this match, because Logan actually has been cutting some solid heel promos, so I'm gonna go with Seth here, I think it's gonna be a fucking great match, I'm excited for it, moving on, okay, these two matches, I feel pretty good about the pacing of the the card so far, that I put together, these last two matches, I, these could go either way, because up next, I have Charlotte versus Rhea, for the SmackDown Women's, I'd originally heard that this was supposed to be an event I won, but... That was back when Usos versus KO and Sammy didn't have the just atomic heat behind it that it has right now. So I feel like unless Charlotte gets into, and I don't, you know, I'm not going to call her out. Obviously, I've never been backstage. I'm not going to say she politics, but there have been stories of her politicking. You know, unless Charlotte really puts her foot down and refuses to step down from the main event, I can't see how you don't have the tag belts main event. But anyways, so my card has Charlotte and Rhea going on second to last, and I have Rhea. I don't think you can really go against Rhea here. She has two matches now against Charlotte. It's going to be her second uh, Mania match against Charlotte. She had the 36 match where she controversially lost the NXT Women's title in a solid match again for having no fans. And then you have the Money in the Bank match from 2021, which I think it's a phenomenal forgotten match. Uh, going into that, nobody wanted to see it really. You know, Rhea was going in champ. The crowd was really against it. Not that they were against Rhea. crowd has never really been able to get that behind Charlotte, obviously, because, you know, for the most part, she's just been thrown at our face. Charlotte won that match, too, and she won the Raw Women's title. So now Charlotte's going for the triple threat. Now does she win in a match for the SmackDown Women's title? I don't think she does. I think Rhea goes over here. I think the crowd is molten hot for Rhea. Everybody loves Rhea. She's a phenomenal talent. I think it's going to be a great match. I would not be shocked if this is the best women's match of the weekend. All right, last in my. Personal main event, again, these last two matches go hand in hand. We got the Usos versus KO and Sammy. I think for the most part so far, I've been, you know, leaning a little bit more towards the babyface wins or, you know, the fan favorite wins. I personally have KO and Sammy going over in the main event. I don't think you could... I don't know, man. Uh, the crowd just loves them so much. And as you'll see from a later prediction, I don't think things are going to go too well this weekend for the bloodline. All of them have just been absolute workhorses the past, I mean... Usos are what 600 uh, something days whatever their title reign is they've just been near weekly past almost two years just putting on great matches great promos everything I think they all deserve a break and then KO and Sammy, I think putting a tag match in the main event of one of the nights of Wrestlemania could really give that tag division the boost that it needed obviously the Usos have given it the boost that it needs but to give that even higher prestige to the belts to put them make them worthy of a main event I think would be great for them I think would be great for the scene and KO and Sammy would just be a great way to end the night. Uh, I have, as, again, I have a lot of babyface wins, but everybody liked WrestleMania 35, besides the length of it. Everybody liked WrestleMania 35, though, as a whole. And what was that night about? The night that they gave the fans everything that they wanted. You got Kofi, you got Seth, you got Becky. Who's to say they don't do it again? All right, so that's night one. Swiftly moving on to night two. This night, this could possibly have the four best matches of the weekend. I think it's almost guaranteed to give the two best matches, personally. But we'll get into it. So night two, I have... Bianca and Oscar Kicking off the night because I didn't really have Becky, Trish, and Lita, and then Charlotte and Rhea in very prominent spots. You know, Cole, Maine, not a terrible spot for Charlotte and Rhea to be in. It's not a really highlight spot. So I got Bianca and Asuka opening night two. I have Asuka going over. I love Bianca. I've said this multiple times. She's my favorite women's wrestler in the world. I think she's easily top three in the world. The athleticism of her is crazy. Her character work is great. She's just a great baby face. I think she's the Drew of the women's division. She's just so easy to cheer for she seems so genuine the character almost just feels like people say that the best characters are almost just amplified versions of the people themselves and that's what her character feels like so I give props to her title run but I think it's time for a change in Asuka I think it's time for her to go back to being the ass kicker that she is I don't think she's you know squashes Bianca but I also wouldn't be totally surprised at seeing a somewhat lopsided victory here but I don't know if that's really the direction they're going with Asuka's character anyways I give Asuka the win in my night two opening match in my second match of the night i was gonna go with the women's showcase match but i don't know if they want to lay out both nights exactly the same i have the showcase match going on second the night before so the second night i have brock and omos going on second which i could have definitely seen this going on second to last i have the i have the card ending very strong so i got brock and Omos going on second okay I don't... I. This is the pick I'm least confident in. Of the singles matches, I have Omos going over. For the sole purpose, again, maybe I'm falling for the dirt sheets, of hearing reports of backstage Brock Lesnar was apparently saying his goodbyes to people. I don't know how true that is. I think Omos kind of needs a win. You know, people don't People don't really like him, but you also have to understand that WWE is this global business. You need stuff to cater to the casuals. I think Omos is great for that. He's, he's seven foot four. he's 400-something pounds obviously unless that number's inflated but it is what it is, I have Omos going over because I imagine after Mania, Brock getting a large break, maybe even, who knows a forever break, maybe this is his last match, I don't think he would end with an Omos match but still, I see Brock taking a break after Mania, so I see Omos going over because I think Omos could use it more than Brock. Third match of the night, after what could be, that second match I could see easily being sub 10 minutes, which would be crazy to see Brock get beat that fast, but anyways, I have the women's showcase match, which is Liv and Raquel against Natalia and Shotzi against Ronda and Shayna against Sonya and Chelsea Green. In this match, I, I don't have a face winning yet because I have Asuka and I have Omos. So in this third match, I have Liv and Raquel. You know, it's, it's a showcase match. I feel like it's one of those matches again, obviously by the name. It's to showcase the talent. Why not give people a little bit of a boost? A serotonin for, you know, those casual fans. Obviously, a lot of they've a lot of those fans. Raquel's that big smiley baby face, that big old bitch. <laughs> that was so stupid. <laughs> Whatever, ignore it. Um, I don't know if this match is maybe for our future tag title match, which I think would make sense, you know, if the showcase winners maybe get the next shot at backlash, but anyways, I have Liv and Raquel going over, I'm not going to dwell on this match too much, again, it's a showcase match, who really gives a shit, so I got my last three matches, this is where I said I was going to try to end with a bang, I have what could definitely end up being three of the best matches of the weekend, I have Edge versus Finn in the Hell in a Cell match, which, god bless, they got rid of the Red Cell, Silver Cell's coming back, Going to be great. It's not going to be an eyesore anymore, which is amazing. I have Finn going over. See, the Cena match is one of those where, yeah, I'd, I'd probably like to see the legend go over. I wouldn't hate it. I think Theory could definitely use that win. It's the same here. But I don't want I don't want to see Edge go over here. I want to see Finn go over. Finn, let, let's go through Finn's history. I mean, 34, he was in the IC match, which was a great match, but of course he didn't win. 35, he had another IC match against Bobby Lashley in the second last match. Very quick match. Nobody gave a shit, so I don't really even count that. And then I couldn't tell you if he was even on the card the last couple years because I know went back to NXT, obviously. I have Finn getting a huge win here. He's reportedly bringing back the Demon character, which is going to be great. I think that's another huge reason why I think Finn's going to win here. I think Triple H might want to try to bring some legitimacy back to that character, which I think would be great. I don't know if you want to have it be one of those mythical characters like Vince was trying to have it be in that Extreme Rules match against Roman where he was (laughs) fucking on the ground convulsing, and then all of a sudden he was just alive with his music playing. But I think he's just you know going to be one of those just ass kickers. So I think Finn's definitely going over here, and I I really would like to see Finn get this win because I'm a big Finn fan and then okay besides the main event this is the match I'm most looking forward to you have Gunther versus Drew versus Sheamus for the IC title oh my god I can't imagine this match being anything less than four and a half stars because you take Gunther versus Sheamus arguably match of the year last year and then you just throw Drew in there who on that same card had another great match. Probably a top 10 match of the year against Roman. Their styles work so well. They're just big fucking huge dudes that just like to beat the shit out of their opponents and they're okay with getting their ass kicked. Oh my God, I'm just, I'm, (laughs) I, I sound like such a nerd right now, but it's, you know who gives a fuck we're wrestling fans we're nerds i see seamus going over here i love gunther's ic title run it has been phenomenal he has made that ic title what it has always supposed to be i think the entire wrestling community can just you know is so thankful for that and you know, i love, obviously big drew fan he obviously went over in 36 he seems like he's following a pattern basically because 35 he lost to roman which obviously, he was never gonna win that match 36 obviously wins the title against brock in the main event 37 loses in the title match to bobby latke Lass- Ashley, and then 38 goes over on Baron Corbin, and again, another underrated match, so I don't know if they're following a pattern, but I see that pattern continuing, I see Drew probably taking the pin here, and then I see Sheamus going over, probably again pinning Drew, leading to a, another match, maybe a backlash, because they, I mean, they always have great matches, but I see Sheamus winning this, finally getting that IC title, another reason why I see the belts getting split up after Mania in some way, I don't know if that's going to be Cody vacating one of the belts, I don't think, I probably see it being like a Becky situation, where she's defending both and who better to take one of the titles off of cody than the man that went coast to coast in the rumble finished second to him broke records and a man that i think is ready for the world title scene i think the crowd's ready to see him win a world title and carry a world title for an extended period of time put on just great matches in the main event picture so yeah i see gunther you know going on to bigger and better things after this i see sheamus finally getting that you know big ic title win i see drew just you know show showing out having a great match um, But yeah. Let's get on to the main event. We have Cody Rhodes. Royal Rumble winner. Against Roman Reigns. Little Gene impersonation. Shout out Gene. Okay. Roman's very close to a thousand days. But Cody's story is just... It's great. I think people were worried about how behind the crowd was of Sammy. But they've recovered so well just having... Great promo segments. Cody's been putting on good matches and then leading into good promos, whether it be with Paul Heyman or whether it be face-to-face with Roman or just on-camera promos. He's just great on the mic. I think this match is going to be phenomenal. I can't imagine it being even remotely a bad match. Roman hasn't had many bad matches in his reign so far, so I can't imagine them ending it on a bad reign. And uh, by ending it, I mean I have Cody going over here, ending the one of, and this is not a, this is not a dig at you said, I promise, it's just my personal opinion, I got love for the bell time, ending one of the just greatest reigns ever, I see Roman taking an extended break, probably up until SummerSlam, uh, maybe even longer, maybe shorter, who knows, depending on you know, what Roman wants to do. You know, he's not on TV every week, so I can see that break maybe not being until SummerSlam, but for the mo, he's been pretty consistently on TV for the last almost three years, and he's just, he's elevated both titles, especially that Universal title, man. Nobody gave a shit about that thing, and now he's held it for almost a thousand days. He's made it arguably bigger than the world title. Uh, well, yeah, bigger than the world title, because, you know, he's held it for longer, but I see, I don't... <laughs> I don't know, man. I just don't know how you don't put Cody over. The only reason I see Roman maybe going over is so they can hit that 1,000-day mark, but I just I don't know where Cody goes from there. Maybe again, them splitting up the belts. Maybe Gunther beats Roman. Maybe Cody wins the belts when they split them, because I do see a brand split coming, just because coming up to Mania season, everybody's been on every show. So I'll go over it quickly. So I got Cody in the main event again. I'll repeat that. So real quick, I'll just rip right through it. Night one, Cena versus Theory. I have Theory winning. Showcase match, I have the Viking Raiders. Winning. Ray versus Dominic. I have Ray. Becky, Trish, Lita against damage control. I have Becky, Lynch, Trish, and Lita. Seth versus Logan. I have Seth. Charlotte versus Rhea. I have Rhea. Usos, KO, Sammy. I have KO and Sammy. The 2, Bianca versus Asuka. I have Asuka. Brock versus Omos. I have Omos. Liv and Raquel. I have winning the women's showcase match. I have Finn going over. Edge in the Hell in a Cell match. Gunther, Drew, Sheamus. I have Sheamus. Finally getting that IC title. And Cody versus Roman. I have Cody Rhodes, D3 throning the tribal chief in the main event to win the Undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship and finally fulfilling his story. (sighs) Okay, that was 29 straight minutes of me talking, which is never a good thing. Half the time we do the podcast, sometimes I feel like I, I ramble on too much. Again... I believe the four of us will be hanging out at least Saturday or Sunday to watch. I know Gabe and Seb are going to be watching it with me both nights. just up to Gene if he wants to come both nights. We'll see, you know, maybe try to get some content out for you guys. Don't quote me on that because we've been quoted saying a lot of shit that we're going to do and we've done almost none of it. But it's hard to get the four of us together. I've gone on for too long. I appreciate you guys listening if you've made it this far. If you don't agree with my predictions, my Instagram is Cuddy underscore. You can message me and call me everything under the sun. Call me an idiot. Call me dumb. It doesn't matter. I don't care. We can agree to disagree because at the end of the day, it's wrestling who really gives a far. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. I will most likely see you on our post-WrestleMania podcast. See you guys later.